Hello and welcome. Why are you making those faces every time I speak? <laughs> You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... Where our memories are. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Swept Together. Yeah, we're talking this week about our visit to Big Ben National Park and how places can hold certain memories for us. And um, if you don't know what I mean, then stay tuned. If you haven't had a chance to catch up on past episodes... You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Yeah, and if you're listening on iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone, you can rate us um, via iTunes or the podcast app. And if you don't know how to do that, go to swepttogether.com slash share the love. Well done. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Speaking of being able to use our phones. Yeah, and we were actually in Marathon, Texas, which is like... 70 miles away from Big Bend proper. It's the like, closest town, to I the, think. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a town, like the closest town town that's in the U.S. that's nearest to Big Bend. Yeah, they actually had a gas station and a grocery store, a small one. Yeah, and it said it was the French grocery store. And we were like, ooh la la. It I was, was like, so... that's very fancy for this tiny town. Right. But it was actually because the people that first owned it, their last name was French. Right. So it's. It was not. It was not French in any French. way. They didn't sell French fries. They didn't sell French flags. They didn't sell French baguettes. Nope. They didn't sell French pastries. What else can I think of that is French? Anyway. We stayed in Marathon because it was the closest place where we could still get reliable Wi-Fi. Right. And still so we so we could work um, during the week and still visit Big Bend in a reasonable amount of time. I mean, it still took like an hour and a half to get into the park, into like the juicy parts of the park. Yeah. It was quite the trek. And about We 20- saw a tarantula. I forgot to say that. It was so cool. I'm just saying. This is the first time we went there, we drove in, we got our little pass, and then as I was driving down the road, I was like, what is that crawling on the road? And I passed it, and then I realized it was a big old spider. So I had to stop, turn around, I drive back a quarter of a mile, and then I took a picture of the spider. It was super cool. I yep. took a video of the spider. Because it was super cool. It tried to high-five me, and I was like, no. That no, sounds it didn't happen. legit. <laughs> <laughs> we did see the spider, though. There were some beautiful drives in the park, and it was probably like 115 degrees during the day. Yeah, it was easily. super hot. Um, yeah, I just could not believe how oppressive the heat was. So we didn't do as like really any significant hiking because the quarter or half mile that we did outside it was super super hot 
And I think it would have been probably like a really bad idea. And we also, we got there like at two, which was the hottest part of the day. Yeah. yeah. On that particular hike. On that particular hike. Yeah. yeah. So it was ridiculous. we made it to so, like yeah, a half a mile. Um, and then we were like, let's get back to the car. Yeah. Like, uh, and one of us forgot sunscreen. I'll let you guess which one was suffering. <laughs> um, but despite the fact that we didn't really get to do any of the hiking that we were maybe hoping to do, it was still really beautiful. Like there were a lot of really scenic drives and more wildlife, I think, than either of us expected. Yeah, we saw bats and spiders, of course, and so many different kinds of birds and roadrunners, roadrunners, javelinas. What else did we see? Jackrabbits. Yeah, and then regular rabbits as well. Yep. And then people. And then those stupid people. turkey vultures. <laughs> yeah. I, we saw a turkey vulture on one of our outings. Oh, and those, there's like s- millions of millipedes. There were a lot of millipedes. So many freaking millipedes. I, I mean, I smashed, I must have smashed a bunch of them driving over because they were walking on the asphalt i couldn't help many of them were crossing the road right right around and they the were really big like some of them were like six or seven inches long and at least like a half an inch wide it was ridiculous yeah and they definitely had millipedes get it <laughs> millie because that's the prefix for a thousand yeah and peds the suffix for foots thousand foots we're just th- dropping knowledge bombs on <laughs> swept together this week so what was your favorite thing that we did in the park mm, i think one of my favorite things was just exploring and driving around the i mean the park is just enormous the park is bigger than Ro- rhode island is a state really yeah, that's what it said on the Dang. on the brochure that that it was. Um, I mean, there's an entire mountain range in all of Big Bend. There's there's that's true. A, a mountain range that is totally enclosed within the park. It's the only mountain range um, that is in the United States that is enclosed in one right, single the whole national range park. Is in a national park. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And um, and also the park is just enormous. <laughs> it's it is bigger in square miles than Rhode Island. Wow, that's what the little plaque in the visitor center said. And I, I'm pretty sure we read that somewhere on the on our guidebook. <laughs> but anyway, driving around, of course, the, it was like 30 miles to anywhere from each place. So like. The visitor center was 30 miles to um, to uh, uh, another spot. Yeah. Uh, what is the spot that we were at? I forget. Which but one? The canyon where we went hiking. Oh. But anyway, so there was, um, that was like a 35 mile or so drive from the visitor center. One, one direction. And then another direction um, was another 30 or so miles. And that's where we saw the all of the millipedes. 
maybe the millipedes are all over the park and we just happen to they just come out later in the day yeah that's probably my guess because it's cooler um they're so cute (laughs) i like picking them up picking them up you and i have different definitions of cute yeah and then they were like crawling on my on my hands and stuff it was neat i think one of them was trying to bite me but they had little tiny jaws and so it didn't really hurt it just tickled i don't know um, he was probably shitting his little millipede pants, but <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that was fun, and I I liked all of the wildlife that we saw because that was really interesting. Remember that bat? We were um we were out in the middle of the night taking pictures of stars, and there was a bat that just came zooming by our faces. Yes. And we were like, whoa. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, lots of cool wildlife there. More than I thought a desert of that type would have. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that we did in the park was watch the sunset at, I think it was Boquillos Canyon. Boquillos, yeah, that's right. Um, It was just like a really pretty viewpoint and the sunset was really nice. Like the colors of the sky that oh, night yeah. were it was like out of control. Pink and purple. Like lavender colors. Yeah. It was really crazy. I think there was a wildfire somewhere that was like contributing some haze. Maybe. But, but I think just overall in general. Remember because when we went to Marfa the other night beforehand, before that that particular yeah. night. I mean, we that also a, saw some really cool clouds. We saw some great sunsets, like overall in our time in like West Texas. But that one, do you think it's because there's not any cities and stuff around, or I don't know. I don't really think of cities as affecting sunsets, but I don't know the science of that. I don't know because it seemed like sunsets in West Texas were really pretty. And I can't really, I mean, we were in Florida in Clearwater Beach and saw a sunset there. And that was pretty. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of cheating because it's the ocean. <laughs> so I feel like sunsets at the ocean, is a, they're kind of a different caliber anyway. But the colors in West Texas were, I thought, a lot more vibrant. And they were just, you know, of a different hue. I was trying to capture this particular sunset on camera because I was just like blown away and it just was not doing it justice. Like Photoshop to I'd the I'd never seen to the rescue. <laughs> I'd never seen a sky that color. Um is really incredible. Um and then of course we saw so many stars while we were out there. Um Yeah, we were catching the stars at the tail or at the very f- first week of a new moon. So there's a little bit of a moon, but not so much that it would drown out the the night sky. Right. So that um, was nice. Yeah, they're apparently some of the clearest skies in the country. So it was really... Probably because there's not a lot of pollution and stuff, like of any kind. Well, yeah, there's no light pollution. There's, yeah... Um. So yeah, highly recommend Big Bend. It is on the way to 
pretty much nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of far away from everything. Um, so it's like 300 miles or so from Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is a pretty sizable town. El Paso is Oh, wait, El, El Paso. Closer. El Paso is also it's a pretty sizable town. Las Cruces and El Paso are like 30 miles away from each other. They're pretty sizable towns and they have airports. But yeah. from there, you got to drive 300 miles or so. Right. I wonder how far it is from Lubbock. Um, because Lubbock was north Lubbock of where far, we were. Yeah. But I'm not sure exactly how far Lubbock is from Marathon. Yeah, it is It is really out there in the middle of nowhere. But it was It was really worth it. stunning. Yeah. I would go back there. I would too. I would go back there not in the summer. Yes. Or anywhere near summer or in May. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like February or so or, you know, November. Yeah. Would be better because then it would, be, it would probably be cooler. Yeah. I definitely want to go back and camp at some point where we don't need to be in cell phone reception. I think that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, what did you think of our campground? What did we stay at? The Marathon... Motel and motel RV and park. RV park. Yeah. They were more, I would say, more RV park than motel. I think they had maybe like five or six yeah. rooms available. And they were like, they were cute little rooms, I think. Yeah. They were like standalone. You didn't see inside them, but they were kind of like cottage duplex situations. Like two units to a cottage. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really, um, it was really pretty. I thought the park was like really well landscaped and stuff. I'd never been to Big Bend before, but the view from our campground really reminded me of a painting that my dad used to have hanging in our living room. And yeah, we didn't have many paintings hanging in our house, but this one particular was kind of like this it was like this west texas landscape with a windmill and it was really different than any of the other art that my parents had in the house and my dad is from west texas he's from lubbock which we mentioned but um he always says kind of jokingly that it's a good place to be from <laughs> i think he was happy to not be there anymore <laughs> um we gotta go visit lubbock because i hear both things about it that it's like really awesome and really cool to visit and hang out in but then also not to live in yeah i mean and my dad was born in the 40s so it was really like a small town kind of a cow town when what's he, there? What's the university is there? Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. Is that the Toad guys? No. No, no. That's TCU. They're the they're the Toads. Texas Tech. They're the they're red. Yeah. Their colors are red, right. and and then TCU is like purple. I'm probably mangling this. I don't know. Sports. I don't know my NCAA. Anyway, Texas Tech is there, and Lubbock has really. I think seen a lot of growth since, you know, 
My dad was it's there. It's probably in the really like forties and fifties. A, a pretty sizable town now. I think it is. Right, because um, isn't Texas Tech a pretty big school? Yes. So it's kind of like how College Station is. I think so. Where it's like a, a, a really college town, and there's a lot of students and the supporting, you know, yeah. whoever that supports the students there. Yeah, and I haven't been in years. I mean, I have really fond memories of times as a child um when was the last time you went gosh i mean i remember being there as an adult but it's got to have been more than five years maybe 10 years 10 years since the last time you've been there yeah maybe was it do you remember like my dad and i drove from, like a normal sized town, you know, like a college station. Oh yeah, it was of, it was a big town okay. when I was there. Um, my dad and I drove from Colorado one Why? time from Colorado Springs to Lubbock. I don't remember. I think he and I. So maybe this was the last time I was there, two thousand eight. Um, my dad had helped me look for apartments in. Colorado when I in college college springs in Colorado Springs in 2008 when I was going to move out there and then we drove to Lubbock and met the rest of my family there I don't remember the why. rest of your family being your sister and your mom I think or so. like your dad's side of the well my dad's side of the family some of them still live there my aunt and right. cousin and I think that may have been the last time I was there Okay. So that would have been like 2008. Um, anyway, despite my not having spent much time in West Texas in general, it like forms the backdrop for so many of my dad's like stories from his childhood that, um, you know, it kind of feels almost like familiar when we're driving through it, even though. I'd never been before. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you mean it feels familiar when you are driving through it because you've never been before? You just said that you were. Well, I have been. I have, but it's like, I mean, I'd, I've been to Lubbock. I'd never been to like Marathon or. Oh, okay. And it looks like Big that. Big Bend. Yeah. Like West Texas kind of looks the same. Kind of has that. Because it's a desert. Yeah. Um, it's very. Mountainy very desert. Flat. Um, Those are two different things mountainy and flat. <laughs> it's not mountainy. It's flat. West Texas and Lubbock? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like Marathon was, a, we're surrounded by mountains. Yeah, I mean, they were far away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very like flat. In Lubbock. In Lubbock. Okay. Um, those windmills are everywhere because um, I think they're like connected to wells for like for ranch. For water, yeah. Ranch life, ranch animals. Yeah, the um, the RV park had a windmill that yeah. had a working well. Yeah. It was like overflowing. I was I was looking at it and it was like leaking. Oh, wow. Water. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but like, I think it's it's kind of like um, if you 
Like if you read a book or hear a story about um, a certain place and then, but you've never been and so you kind of like form a picture of it in your mind and then you go and it kind of feels like you've been there even though you haven't because you've like heard so many stories yeah about it um and so you've kind of like built up um yeah i guess just like a familiarity with it the like the landscape yeah so i i really enjoyed um being there do you have any like memories that you attach to like specific landscapes or specific places yeah um just maybe one oh that comes to mind is the is like when i was a kid i was in the summertime after i learned to drive a car or after one of my friends learned to drive a car i don't remember who i think it was my neighbor because he was a year older than me Mm. so he got his license a year before i did okay and so me and my friend slash neighbor nick and jeff would go to huntington beach every kind of like every day that was like our spot to hang out in in the summer when we were you know in ninth and tenth and eleventh grade yeah that was just our spot to hang out in because it was free at the time because there was parking in huntington beach at that point that was free you just had to kind of park like a half a mile away or something like that and then it would be just free street parking wow now it's all (laughs) it's all like meters yeah and or you just have to park in the parking lot which is you know 15 bucks a day or something like that something i would not pay for now yeah (laughs) um or nor would i have paid for back then so then we just you know parked grabbed all our stuff and then just hung out at the beach literally all day until nighttime and then we would have like a bonfire because they had these concrete fire rings at that point i don't know if they're still there anymore but there's there was like concrete fire rings and we would just hang out till nine or ten and come back home um you know and just literally hang out at the beach all day and then we'd do it again the next day or like you know maybe every other day i don't know it was it was um something like that and so that's why you know when we went back to california i took you there yeah if you remember we took uh pictures down at the pier Mm -hmm. because that was like such a big part of my childhood (laughs) life um that you know i wanted to share that with you yeah and it's just like a cool area anyway it's been a lot more like corporate now that there's been like shops and things like that it used to be a little bit more grungy <laughs> you know like there was more like biker bar type stuff yeah and i mean i think some of that is still there and um you know this the k-rock surf report was like from huntington beach you know the whatever dj that <laughs> did the surf report i think it, that that was his only job was to do the surf report every morning <laughs> and they did it out of like one of the restaurants or bars or whatever that was on main street i think we probably actually walked right by it but you wouldn't have known anything about it um because 
You didn't listen to K-Rock. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was my kind of nostalgic place, uh, you know. Did like going back there, did it like make you feel like you were back in that time or has mm. it changed enough that it's changed a lot and so now i think if we were to go back there i think it would be cool if they still have those fire rings to do the same thing and just hang out at the beach because that was it was really fun yeah and you had a, fi- a bonfire and who doesn't like bonfires but i don't think that they allow that anymore because you know whatever they probably don't allow that anymore yeah but i think it would be fun to take Gulliver there and then hang out for a week because they allow RV parking in the parking lot. I mean, it's, you know, just parking. There's no hookups, but we could stay there. Yeah. But it's like 80 bucks a night. It's kind of expensive to just park. That is pretty expensive, but it would be a cool experience. Yeah. We can go. I think we can, we can make a trip out there to do that. One of these summers, maybe like go to yeah in september not september august or something when it's a little bit warmer yeah that'd be fun how about you do you have a place gosh well it's funny that you were like oh i have one place that i feel this way about um i feel like this is one of the like hardest parts of travel for me in general um is that i like form these really strong like memory attachments to places um and so i could probably list like what are your top 10 three or 20 well i think one of my top places would have to be my childhood home in um the suburbs of Chicago and like the backyard um you know it kind of the same like I spent so much of my childhood summers like out in the backyard um you know doing things with my friends or just like hanging out um and I feel like it is kind of one of those places that like shaped was your backyard the hangout backyard? I would say it was one of them. Yeah, one of the places where a lot of us hung out. It was our movie set a yeah. lot of the times. Um, we'd have birthday parties, you know, things in the backyard. Um, and that one's kind of like sad for me because... I can't ever, like, take you there because obviously, like, my parents have sold the house. Oh, we can still go there. And I'm not sneaking into somebody's <laughs> backyard. Um, Why not? I mean, I and from what just I... just knock on the door. From what I've heard, they've actually, like, changed it a lot, too. Um, like, we had this big screened porch where we had, like, a table and... We would sit out there a lot of times and have dinner in the summers. Um, it was screened because of the bugs? Yes. And I guess they've like 
turned that screen porch into like a kitchen um like they expanded the kitchen how do you know all this uh i don't know actually is this something that you've heard it's maybe something that the realtor told my parents or i'm not sure um but yeah like it's one of those places that like doesn't stay the same and we've driven by by the house a few times um around christmas time they put like a crazy amount of christmas lights on this house and uh it's it's quite the production but yeah it like kind of feels like there's a part of me that like i'm never going to be able to like show you hmm. because we can't but you like, have you have pictures be and stuff. in that place yeah I mean, pictures work to a certain extent, I think. But, like, I mean, you've you've told me the same thing about one of, like, your important places. Which place? The one that I can't get to because I can't do snow sports. Oh. Well, I mean, you can eventually. Yeah. Maybe you'll just get better one day. Maybe. It'll still exist. And if you can muster up the courage to to learn how to snowboard or ski and then get to a level of proficiency that you can go back there, then you might be able to see it. I didn't actually say where there was. So oh, okay. It's it's in it's in Blue Sky Basin in Vail. Called it's a glade called champagne glades which is really awesome because of the of the snow and most you know a lot of people don't go back there i mean a lot of people know where it's at it's not like it's a hidden thing but it's just veil is just so massive that there's a lot of stuff to explore and maybe not as many people go back there because it's kind of out of the way so you have to take several lifts and kind of know where you're going in order to get back there. So um, I've just known about it because, you know, I've been all over the mountain in Vail. So. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like it's super difficult to get to. If you were of medium proficiency, you can get to it. <laughs> but maybe going through it would require a little bit more than medium proficiency you could at least see it <laughs> from where from where you know the lift drops you off yeah <laughs> well probably will be quite a while before i get to experience that with you yeah but maybe you know someday <laughs> yeah that's true Maybe someday we'll be back in Chicago and that house will happen to be on the market and we can just go to the open house. Ooh. Then I can show you the backyard. We can we can do that, yeah. <laughs> can just be like, yeah, we're from Denver. We're trying to find our second home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... This giant house will do. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Um, There was a 
quote in um, the Ken Burns National Parks special um, that, well, several people talked about it, about how it's like important to preserve these places for like public posterity. What does that mean? And what do you what do you think it means? Well, I couldn't find the exact quote from the um from the film that I was thinking of, but to me that means that like you know, we we traveled around this year and we like made all of these memories in all of these different places and you know, it was it was why like so many times I felt like sad leaving you know we'd be like driving out of a place and I'd be like oh man like we we made such good memories there and there's like kind of a comfort in knowing that the memories that we make in national parks are going to continue to be accessible yeah in ways like your in the way in unlike my childhood home or your childhood beach that's now been developed and you know things are different parking's not free and you know I mean I think that there's kind of like a magic to the fact that Glacier Point in Yosemite is always going to be Glacier Point and you can stand out there right and there's like 2,000 feet worth of of a drop right um and it'll always be like that hopefully Right. Unless, you know, stupid people do stupid things. Right. Um, but like that's, you know, that's kind of like why we have the National Park Service. And yeah, I think that that's so important that like we do attach memories to places and like knowing that some of those places are protected um kind of keeps our memories safe in a way yeah and i like that maybe we should join a sierra club or the sierra club yeah because they're helping to conserve these kinds of places that's true they are yeah and you know it's like as we're recording this this is our last night here in santa fe tomorrow we're moving the house back to denver we'll be in denver by tomorrow you know like afternoon by the time this episode comes out we'll be back in denver wow so many feels yeah i know <laughs> and like we've seen so many beautiful places over the last year and we're really thankful to have gotten you know that experience and be able to go grow closer together yeah. we didn't kill each other like people said that all of you were wrong (laughs) we're both still alive yeah there's 24 hours (laughs) 24 hours left maybe we shouldn't uh we hope we stay alive and long enough to (laughs) publish this episode do you want to do the sweep up one last time on the road yeah that sounds great what made you feel loved today Mm. What made me feel loved was you 
made this episode, you know, you put together this episode and what we were going to talk about and, um, you know, you came up with all the kind of material and I just had to look at it and then get inspiration. And then I was able to, you know, come up with all of those memories that we were talking about, (laughs) um, just from your words and your inspiring words. You're like my muse. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, babe. What made you feel loved today? Um, it made me feel really loved that you gave me a back massage this afternoon. I was feeling very like just kind of like tense after flying and driving driving and all that stuff and um so i just like asked if you'd give me a massage and you were like yeah of course and that made me feel really loved that you were willing to do that you're welcome babe how about those of you who are listening today what made you feel loved Yeah, let us know in our show notes. Um, Go to swepttogether.com slash episode 72. And remember that we are going to be doing a QA and a show soon with... We don't really know exactly when, but we're still collecting. We're collecting questions. Uh, So if you have a question for us about our road trip or what it's like to travel with your partner or what my first year in business was like or any questions um about all that stuff you can submit them to us on our social media yeah go to swept together everywhere um instagram or facebook or twitter we're all over the place at swept together at swept together and remember to rate us on itunes we are so thankful for all of you guys who are listening and the comments of support that we received after last week's episode of being gone for a few months uh just really made us feel quite loved so thanks yeah and until next time love Love you guys Tell me to stop. <laughs> you started moving your mouth like you were about to be like, no. Yeah, I was, but anyway, sorry. Go. <laughs> <sighs>
Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Your lip does this thing where it goes. <laughs> You're like a chipmunk. Stop making faces at me while I'm trying to talk. You look like you have no lips when you do that. <laughs>